from the TMBC Network. Welcome to Bad Audiobooks, a parody brought to you by our strapping supporters on Patreon. I'm Nick Masmanian, along with my co-host, <laughs> Ken Heidelman. Thank you so much for listening to our show about good books read badly. So what is coming off the shelf today? We are kind of finishing the London Fog. Our lungs have collapsed because of all the chemicals. And uh, we are reading Sherlock Holmes, one of our last Sherlock Holmes stories for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. This one's called The Adventure of the Musgrave Ritual. Which edition we're doing still? Uh, uh, original illustrated Sherlock Holmes still. This will be probably the last time we read out of this, these editions. For a while. Yeah. I well, think we're going to take a break from Sherlock. I'm thinking of tossing them. Maybe, give, maybe giving them away or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll oh, yeah. Because they don't have all the... Yeah. Yeah, we so, don't, they don't have all the stories. And yeah. We already have those other copies. That's true. Uh, the Bantham ones, I think. Uh, but yeah, we're turning to page. Class two hundred. Turn to page two hundred forty-eight. Yes. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm I'm excited to leave because honestly, I'm fucking over these uh, these shorts. <laughs> They're a lot of fun. They're fun for us, but they are boring as hell. Like we have one that's completely. We bailed on it halfway through because it was yeah. so boring. Announced that or told any said that on the air yet that we'd. That we'd uh, that we bailed. That we bailed on one. Yeah, I'm gonna say that we bailed. On we bailed one. on one. It was, uh, we'll come back around to it. Yeah, I, we have to. Well, I know, but I think uh, it may just be uh, you know lost the lost episodes edition. Or for something for like now, that. sure. Yeah, yeah. Lost one. Maybe we'll come back around to but it. Yeah, there was one that was uh, so fucking boring. There's nothing happening. It it uh, was literally them. It was literally the them reading reading. It's us reading about them reading things. And it was and like you think it'd be funny. It's not. No, it's not funny. No, no, not at no, all. We couldn't, we couldn't even, even couldn't even make it funny. Couldn't even make it funny. It was, it was like reading a catalog, <laughs> but we couldn't even make that funny. Like I feel like we could make a catalog funny. <laughs> oh my god! Please give me give me the IKEA catalog and I'll murder it. It's so yeah. good. <laughs> I'll murder that. Oh, we're so funny that we're just gonna murder. We're it. just so god. Look how hilarious we are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway. So, but yeah, we uh, we we had to make some choices. We had to leave. <laughs> Decisions some were made. <laughs> There was some good men left behind out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the point yeah. is, uh, the shorts have been a little lackluster. Yeah, it's not, it's not the Sherlock that we were uh, promised. The, yeah, the, the movies, the shows, everything all lost. Yeah, uh, no one talks about how the shorts aren't necessarily good. Everyone's like, all of Sherlock Holmes is amazing. It's yeah, much the, I've. This is the only descriptor that I've gotten. Pretty much, I've learned that if you Sherlock Holmes, you're good. Like, yeah. there's no bad Sherlock Holmes. Maybe this would be, and we kind of maybe have talked about this off air, but maybe it would be better if, and we should probably save this discussion until the end of the season or series. Uh, but, um, well, let's just do it now then, Ken. Come yeah, on. Yeah, let's fine. Let's just fucking do it now. Um, if we were just reading it ourselves without the us performing it thing, maybe it would be better. Like us just reading the book? Not better, but like, obviously, we're doing this for comedic purposes. Yeah. Not to, yeah. Not do too much uh, how the sausage is made too much or whatever but like if you were you could kind of space out a little bit and kind of like breeze through it faster do you think it'd be if we just a little read bit, it yeah but like we're having to like perform it ourselves and it's just torturous well, the other pro the other problem too with is is the fact we do do commentary oh yeah yeah, yeah. that really slows us down like yeah. if we cut down the amount of commentary we could burn through these really fast like it would be like our first episode remember our first episode really. 17 minutes first episode was <laughs> 17 minutes ken <laughs> it's also a short super short story there's probably like yes, four but pages. still, uh, we got through four pages in 17 minutes. We can't get through four pages in 45 minutes now. Yeah, well, whatever. We're getting better at it. <laughs> the point or worse. It, I don't know. Depends on what you want. Uh, Anyways, uh, <laughs> enough of the bad that shit. Fuck that. Let's let's get to the fun. Uh, 
Turn to page, we already said it, to 248, and it's mm-hmm. the adventure of the Musgrave Witch Ritual. 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 Um, by A. Conan Doyle. By A. Conan Doyle. Not Arthur. A. Conan Doyle. Not there's the lots of Conan, Conan yeah, Doyle. <laughs> there's lots of Conan Doyles out there. Apparently. Uh, I guess I'm narrating this. You are. We're taking turns. So, I'm about to say, I want to, at the end of this episode, I want to actually ask our readers if they could tell us which which Sherlock voice and which Watson voice they like best. Well, Watson, Watson. Watson voice. voice. I can't for, talk today. That's, I can't either. I'm, I'm, it's coming through you now. Um, oh, yeah, we have no, uh, no ego of this shit. Tell us uh, which team up you liked better. Yeah, that's actually a good idea. Which pairing, so that way which we pairing. forward, we're not like doing the worst one ever. And apologies if the mics get a little scratchy. We're recording a little bit differently than we normally do, so mm-hmm. we might. Uh, but we can actually see each other here. Which yeah, is we nice. can make eye contact. That's good. That's that's something. Uh, alrighty, uh, let me get to Watson mode here, real fast. <laughs> right. Mr. Holmes, <laughs> Mr. Holmes, <laughs> is that it? Yeah. An anomaly, which I can't do this. Uh, yes, you can. I believe in you. Mr. Holmes! Good God, sir! Good God! Good God, man! Good God! Good God! An anomaly which often struck me in the character of my friend Sherlock Holmes was that, although in his methods of thought, he was the neatest and most methodical of mankind, and although also he affected a certain quite primness (laughs) of dress... He was nonetheless, in his personal habits, one of the most untidy men that ever drove a fellow lodger to distraction. So wait, he's neat and he's messy. I got a feeling this is where the odd couple came from, as far as an idea for a movie and, and a TV series. And I'm throwing, I'm aging myself super hard by saying that reference. Yes, you are. Yes, I know. But uh, yes, it's uh, we're going to start off by bitching about our roommate. That's where we're going to start off with the story. <laughs> this is how Watson... <laughs> this uh, is how he complains. This is how he... Dear like, diary. <laughs> Miss Sherlock Holmes is a great guy, but he's also a piece of shit. <laughs> he can't keep himself clean. He can't do the dishes, even but though he's, he's so been asked. damn smart. He can solve a mystery, but he can't solve the question of where the silverware goes in the drawer. <laughs> <laughs> I never had a roommate, so that sounds like uh, something that comes from a personal experience. I've actually only had one roommate, and uh, he was wonderful. So, oh well, thank you. And I, I, well, technically. Never mind, we're going to do it. He's listening to this episode, and he's like, hey, hey! (laughs) I paid rent too, you know? (laughs) Not that I am in the least conventional in that respect myself. Oh, Mm. so he's just quickly brushing over. Damn, you know, like, he can't keep himself clean, but neither can I. I'm kind of a piece of shit too. I was about to say, I'm like, he puts himself down in his own thoughts. Man, that's that's some deep, deep uh, psychosis. (laughs) Mr. Holmes, the rough and tumble work in... Afghanistan, because of the bushes, coming on the top of a natural bohemianism. 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 Thank you. Of disposition has made me rather more lax than befits a medical man. <laughs> what does it mean? It means that he should be more cleanly because he's a medical man. Oh, because you know when you buy that license. <laughs> Become a doctor. <laughs> Buy the license. Uh, you you have to be tidy. You going fishing? Where? What you doing? Oh, I'm a doctor. Okay, yeah, that's be three fifty. You go and get you catch. Welcome anything. to Costco. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with me, there's a limit, and when I find a man who keeps his cigars in the coal scuttle, his tobacco in the toe end of a Persian slipper. And his unanswered correspondence transfixed 
by a jackknife into the very center of his wooden mantelpiece. Jesus. Then like... I begin to give myself virtuous airs. <laughs> oh my God. All right, so far. This is like the this sociopath. This is the best story that we've had. Yes, this is amazing. Way we're, better. We're, we're, we're actually. I feel like this is Sherlock Holmes now. I'm glad I bitched about it oh my to God. have the contrast of yes. this is really good. Yes. Finally. Is this funny? Hang on. When we finished uh, when we finished Grimm's, that last story we read, made us go, where was this the entire time? We might and have. Laughing Hansel or Gambling Hansel. It was Gambling, Gambling Hansel. Hansel. Yeah. And, and we were like, what the? This is so good. Yeah. If this is going to be now, oh, thank you. We it's, might be ending another series on a high note. That'd be amazing. Because so far, this intro is great. Like any good story, you got to go through the shit. I know. Till you <laughs> get to the happy. You got to find those diamonds. Till you get that happy ending. If anything, we're helping we're helping you all sort through with the terrible, terrible stories of Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, the, skip the it. In skip the it. Skip it. Yeah. Read you can that now one. be the authority of Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Without having to have read it. Continue. We're going to have virtuous airs about us knowing which <laughs> stories to recommend for Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Mr. Holmes! I have always held to that pistol practice should distinctly be an open air pastime. Sorry, I'm getting already no, seeing the next fine. line. And when Holmes, in one of his queer humors, he winked at me lovingly, <laughs> would tough. sit in an armchair <laughs> with his hair trigger and a hundred boxers. Cig- Cartridges. Bo- Why is Boxer capitalized? Oh, it's probably a company. Yeah, Boxer's a, m- a manufacturer. Okay. I mean, you, you know all about the manufacturing. You get this shit. That's why you're here. And proceed to adorn the opposite so wall <laughs> with a patriotic VR done in bullet pockets. I felt strongly that neither the atmosphere nor the appearance of our room was improved by it. Okay, this story's amazing. This, this is, is already way better. This is already way fucking better. And also, What's the VR, though? Uh, it sounds like he's, he's shooting VR. He's shooting VR into the wall. Like I, yeah. I, I get that's what. Uh, Can you imagine being the neighbor? Oh Jesus! I'm just trying to have breakfast. How many shots does it take to make a VR? That's at least a dozen. You probably need six for the V and eight for the R. So over a dozen. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. I can't imagine hearing that in the the room next. Next to door me. is probably dead. And think of the insulation back then. No, that's what I'm trying to say. It probably went through the wall. (laughs) Oh, oh! (laughs) Bullet penetration. Actually, no way. If it's if it's standing on its own, it's hitting a brick wall, so it should be safe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, this story is incredible. Yeah. So far, way better. I'm sure they're gonna ruin it for me. I'm glad I chose the story based on the the length of its page count. That's probably why it's so good. He didn't. He didn't. Not a lot of fat here. Oh, oh! I have to. I have to be uh, compact and. what do you mean? Oh, the de- a deadline? What is that? Oh, I'm. I should just wrap this up. I like shouldn't inflate it. Another a Conan Doyle <laughs> deadline press. We should story. do a whole like bit about Doyle and his like daily life and how much fat he adds to everything. Like he's a chef or something. It's like, <laughs> oh, you want some burgers? Oh, well, let me get the lard. Okay. Uh, we are recording, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure. We've, we we that only happened once. When I we know, lost but 50 I've minutes par- of audio then because I didn't do things right. It's okay. You're going to be paranoid for the rest of your life, Nessa. I am now. <laughs> Good God, man! Good God! Our chambers were always full of chemicals and of criminal relics. God, sounds cool. It's so fucking cool. It's so much better. Which had a way of wandering into unlikely positions and of turning up in the butter dish or even less desirable places. Oh, Jesus. But his papers were my great crux. Is that crux? Yeah, crux. My great crux. He had a horror 
of destroying documents, especially those which were connected with his past cases, and yet it was only once in every year or two that he would muster energy to docket and arrange them, for as I have mentioned somewhere in these incoherent memoirs, for sure. Super incoherent. <laughs> and, and nowhere near... No. Rep, like, this is not written by the same person. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, yeah, he's calling himself out. I'm the terrible out- at writing. <laughs> the outbursts... That'd be amazing if Doyle's like, like, obviously, he's one of the most well-known authors ever. But he's a knight. If he, if he knows how to, if he's so good, he can write a bad writer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as as being his narrator. Yeah, that's kind of amazing. It's a pretty good one. If he was trying to do that, I don't think he was. Um, he's like, oh my god, all the cocaine just really jacked up my ability to yeah. write. You know who'd be good on coke? Holmes. He should do coke too. Yeah. The outbursts of passionate energy which he performed, the remarkable feats with which his name is associated, were followed by reactions of lethargy, during which he would lie about with his violin and his books hardly moving, save from the sofa to the table. Man, the place has got to smell like shit since he isn't peeing or pooping anywhere else. Ooh. They just yeah, out the window. That's how they did it. Yeah, you know. Thus, month after month, his papers accumulated until every corner of the room was stacked with bundles of manuscript, which were on no account to be burned. I'm sending it out to publishers soon, I promise. <laughs> and which could not be put away, save by their owner, because reasons. <laughs> One winter's Don't night... Don't you touch my books! One winter's night, as we sat together by the fire, holding hands... Cuddling. Kissing a little. On the cheek. Very nice. I ventured to suggest to him that as he had finished <laughs> past <laughs> past <laughs> is it pasting pasting uh, pasting I can't even speak pasting extracts 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 extremities <laughs> into his commonplace book he might employ the next two hours in making our home a little more habitable. Dear, can you pick up your things? I'm so tired of this. You just... You just don't make clean up after yourself. I love you so much, but you just leave a mess. I have things to do, Watson. I only have time to clean. You do it. Please, sir. You could solve another mystery of where the laundry goes. (laughs) It goes into the laundry basket. (laughs) Good God. Your deductions are terrible, sir. Honey... Will you please clean up after dinner? I I I. I, I have to lament with my violin. You do it. I I surgically cut that that pie for us, <laughs> and you can't even clean up after dinner. You're not a real doctor. Huh? <laughs> you said you'd never say that again. How dare you, sweetheart? <laughs> He's murdering me. <laughs> uh. Continue. Okay, here we go. Um, no, I, oh yeah. Could you just make our room a little more habitable? <laughs> he could not deny the justice of my request. So, with a rather rueful face, he went off to his bedroom, <laughs> for which, from which he returned presently, pulling a large tin box behind him. This he placed in the middle of the floor and squatted down upon a stool in front of it where he threw back the lid. I could see that he was already a third full of bundles of paper tied up with red tape into separate packages. These are the cases enough. There are enough cases here, Watson, said he, looking at me with mischievous eyes. 
I think that if we knew all that I had in this box, you would ask me to put some of it instead of putting others in, sir. These are the records of your early work, then? I asked. I have often wished that I had notes of those cases. Yes, my my boy. I'm sorry. I just I'm really tired. I just got off shift. These are all prematurely before my biographer and had come to glorify me. He lifted the bundle after bundle in a tender, caressing sort of way. These are not all successes, Watson, said he. But there are some pretty little problems among them. Hang on, let me get this adjusted. Here's the record of Terlator murders and the uh, the Vanbury, the wine merchant, and the old Russian woman. She wasn't kind after I threw her paper to her. And the singular affair of the uh, aluminum crunch, as well as a full account of the Riglet. What the hell? It's Rigoletti. I don't. I haven't taken Italian yet. You know. So p- thank you, Watson. You're very smart. Out of the foot club, oh, club foot. You, you, you're welcome. And his abnormal wife. She wasn't pretty. Abominable, sir. But an abominable wife. She wasn't pretty. And here. Ah, now this is something a little. I can't. What well, can you say that word? No. You can. Richerchi. That's not how you pronounce it. It's French. I have to add it to my curriculum next semester. <laughs> Just make sure you you get the credits. I he, will. He d- <laughs> he dived his arm down to the bottom of the chest and brought up a small wooden box and sliding and a sliding lid, such as a children's toys are kept in. And at his age, he should have been moving on from <laughs> children's toys. <laughs> It was quite disconcerting to see him so attached. Mother wouldn't be happy if I got rid of this one. My uncle gave it to me. And a young man such as himself should have moved on to greater pursuits. From within, he produced a crumpled piece of paper. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Forgot. Sound effects. Part. An old-fashioned brass key, a peg of wood with a ball of string attached to it. And three rusty. I really have to work on my hand-eye coordination. (laughs) The doctor said it would really help. And three rusty old discs of metal with CDs (laughs) cases that they're in. (laughs) He liked music. Well, my boy, what do you make of this lot? He asked, smiling at my expression. It is a curious collection. Very curious. And the story that hangs round, well, it will strike you as being more curious still. That was my line. Fuck. <laughs> I, this is what happens when they format like this. <laughs> Mr. Holmes! Good God, <laughs> sir! Mr. Holmes! <coughs> Very curious. And the story that hangs around it will strike you as being curious still. These relics have a history then. So much, and so that are they are history. I took History 101 last semester. It was really hard. And what do you mean by that? Um, 
I guess you're reading? Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Pick them up. I thought you were going to give me a zany reply. Pick them up by Sorry. one by one and laid them along the edge of the table. Then he reseated himself in his chair and looked them over with a gleam of satisfaction in his eyes. These, said he, are all that I have left to remind me of the adventure of the Musgrave Ritual. I had heard him mention the case more than once while he was crying into his bed at night. I really messed up the lines of drama club for that one. It was really bad. Though I had never been able to gather the details <laughs> together. <laughs> I should be so glad, said I, if you would give me an account of it. Oh, God. And leave the letter as it is. He cried mischievously. <laughs> Your tidiness won't bear much strain after all, Watson. But I should be glad. Oh, God, that's a jump. Be glad that you. It went from the bottom to the top, but there was they, like no connection this at all. Picture cut it, the page. It's the in worst half. thing in the world. It cut the page in half, and it there's a paragraph it. like hidden inside that picture. Because we really needed that top quarter hatching going on in that picture right there above the man's head. There's maybe forty words written there, and they yeah. couldn't. It's its island of, of language. There's like 700 pages in this book. 600, I'm sorry. Anyway. Be glad that you should have, that you should add this case to your annals. <laughs> annals. <laughs> For there are points in which make it quite unique in the criminal records of this, or I believe, of any country. As a collection of my trifling achievements... Would certainly be incomplete with no, with contained no account of this very singular business. Is this me still? It is. Okay. Wow, that's a long one. I hope you prepared your homework tonight, Mr. Holmes. Oh no, I have math homework due tomorrow. Damn it! You'd better get to it. I'm gonna show all my work too. You may remember how the affair of Gloria Scott. She's a hottie. And my conversation with the unhappy man whose fate I told you have first turned my attention in the direction of the profession which has become my life's work. Your life's homework, sir, you mean? No. Stop reminding me. I'm already stressed out. Ah. <clears throat> this voice is murdering me. <laughs> it's great. I love it. <coughs> I'm dying. You see me now when my name has become known far and wide and when I am generally recognized both by the public and by official force as being a final court of appeal in the doubtful cases. You have quite the opinion of yourself for someone who hasn't even finished university. Uh, how dare you? My uncle will see to you being reprimanded, sir. Well, we'll see about that. You're about a... You're a very smart bear. I take that back. I'm sorry. Yeah. I am generally... bygones be bygones. <laughs> you see me now... Hang on. Even. Even when you knew me first at the time of the affair which you first... Uh, in which you first commemorated in a study in Scarlet, I had already established a considerable through not very lucrative connection. You're very good at plugging your own work, sir. I, 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 I took you, a class. You cite your sources thoroughly. I, MLA formatting is the best. <laughs> Gotta remember to do that. 
you can hardly realize then how difficult I found it at first and how long I had to wait before I succeeded in making any headway. When I first came up to London, I had rooms in Montague Street, just round the corner from the Beardist Museum, and there I waited, filling in my too abundant leisure time by studying all those branches of science, especially biology, which might be more, which might make me more efficient. Especially biology. Love biology. Ladies biology. You were an AP that year. <laughs> I had extra coursework. That's good college credit you've got there. I love boobs. Now and again, cases came in my way, principally through my, the introduction of old fellow students. For during my last years at university, there was a great deal of talk. There about myself and my methods. The third of these cases was that of Musgrave ritual, of the Westgrave ritual. And, and it is to the interest which was aroused by that singular chain of events in the large cases which proved to be at stake that I trace my first stride towards the position which I now hold. Oh, Lord, I am narrating almost all of this. Oh, no. Go on, sir. Uh, You're just getting warmed up. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I picked my own grave. My Your Musgrave. Musgrave. <laughs> Reginald Musgrave must have been in the same college as myself, and I had some slight acquaintance with him. He was not generally popular amongst the undergrads like myself. I was very popular, you know. You were so popular. I was. The ladies wanted me all the time. You were captain of the yearbook team. And the scrapbook team. And other teams. And the bookbinding team. Is it a team if you're by yourself? There's no I in team unless you're by yourself. <laughs> all right. Ugh. Though it always seemed to me that he was set down as pride. What was set down as pride was really an attempt to cover extreme natural different diffidence. Okay, I won't, I won't lean there. In appearance, he was a man of an exceedingly aristocratic type. Thin, high-nosed, and large-eyed, with languid and yet courtly manners. Like me. <laughs> He was indeed a scion of one of the oldest families in the kingdom, though his branch was a cadet, one which had separated from the northern Mesgraves sometime in the 16th century. I'm also taking genealogy courses and had established itself in western Sussex, where the manor house of Hurlstone is perhaps the oldest inhabited building in the country. Something of his birthplace seemed to be seemed to cling to the man, and I had um, <clears throat> never looked at his pale, keen face or the poise of his head without associating him with gray archways and mullooned windows and all the venerable wreckage of the feudal keep. He's also 33% Northwest African. Sub-Saharan African, that's what I meant to say. That's a 33, I mean, Joe. 
Oh, okay. 23 okay. me? Whatever the hell that thing is. 66 in me. 69 in, in me. 25 billion in me. Uh, there we go. Once or twice he drifted. Once or twice we drifted into talk, and I can remember that more than once he expressed a keen interest in my methods and observation and inf- inference. Sir, and, um, I have a bad feeling that we're not leaving the house again for this story. Oh, no, Watson, we're not. We're staying right here. And you're going to hear me talk the entire time. And guess what, Watson? Do you have slides? I do! Hand-painted by a man I paid a long time ago. I'll go off about him later. But for right now, we're going to get back to the story that I'm telling you I really right need now. to go. No, I've you... got an appointment. I've got <laughs> patience to see. You don't, Watson. You never had any patience. You never were a doctor. None of this is real. None of it. It's all in my mind. Yes, it is. I'm journaling with no one. <laughs> It's just voices in my head. You're sitting in a padded cell. It's all these different voices. I'm the devil inside of you telling you to do terrible things. Like listen to this story that I'm telling right now. I keep being visited by dark nights worth of (laughs) evil men (laughs) and drug addicts and and southern gentlemen. (laughs) All sorts of voices spinning through my mind. You never knew it, Watson, but I was your father. <laughs> and your and and your nephew. <laughs> All rolling the one. It makes no sense. And Continuing your, on. And your And the nephew of your best friend. <laughs> Did I get you though? Was that a good joke? I thought it was. Continuing on now. Everything's happening. All of it. For for four years I had seen nothing of him until one morning he walked into my Montague Street. Walked into my room in Montague Street. He had changed a little. He was dressed like a young man of fashion. He has already a bit of a dandy and preserved <laughs> and preserved the same quiet, suave manner which had formerly distinguished him. Oh no. How was a how has all gone with you, Musgrave? Well, what's a prepubescent voice? For a prepubescent character, sound like you gonna go? Do you want to do meta? You want to go <laughs> next? You want an extra layer? Okay, let me see. Like, <laughs> Been able to pull it off before sometimes. How has all that you've gone with you, Musgrave? I asked after uh, we had cordially shaken hands. Holy fuck! You're narrating. <laughs> Damn it! I picked the one that I'm narrating. <laughs> I thought I was gonna get a break. I have got no, you ain't got no breaks here. Well, you, you get to be the other. Mystery. <laughs> you got to get to have what you're doing. You get to be the other voice, though, so go ahead. Oh, shit, fuck. Well, you probably never heard of my poor father's death. Said he. Or is that me? No, that's you. Said he? Yeah, I said, no, no, I'm saying he. Said he. I am. I am the narrator. I'm the narrator. I am the I one am who the narrates night. in the nights. I'm the night narrator. I am Birchman. Listen I, to me. I can't, it was carried off about two years ago. <laughs> Since then I have, of course, had the Hearthstone Estates to manage. And as I am a member for my district as well, my life has been a busy one. But I understand how 
that you are turning to a practical engine whose powers with which you use to amaze us? Yes, said I. Said I. I am taken into living by my wits. Oh, I'm delighted to hear it. For your voices, a present would be exceedingly valuable to me. <laughs> we have a very strange doings at Hearthstone. <laughs> and the police have been able to throw no light upon the matter. It is a really most extraordinary and inexplicable business. God. I almost couldn't say that word. God damn it. That's a good word. God, that's a good one. Good work. You can imagine what the eagerness I listen to him. No, this is, this is me. Oh, fuck me. Look at your fucking, your fucking line. Look at your Get your quote. fucking bloke. Hey, bloke. Jesus Christ. Get your fucking head out of your eyes, eh? You can imagine what eagerness I listened to him, Watson. For oh, the I can just imagine, sir. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. Here I was, the bright age of 12, for which I had been painting and during all those months of inaction seemed to have come within my reach. And in my inmost heart, I believe that I could succeed where others failed. And now I had the opportunity to test myself. It was a young man's dream, I could just imagine. Tests are always the wrong man's dream, especially the ones we make for ourselves. Every test will be show you how you need to improve your GPA. So, you know, all the good... I tried to do all the extra credit I could, but Mr. Farstein said no. Uh, oh. Pray let me have those details, I cried. <laughs> you cried, huh? I cried. <laughs> Please tell me! <laughs> My God, host! Good God, sir! Reginald Musgrave sat down opposite to me and lit the cigarette which I pushed be- towards him. I was pushing drugs, Watson. It started at I a young it. age. I knew it! I suspected all along. I was just trying to make sure that... Those above me would be very well kept in their opiates and other such cravings. It's how I'm taking down hiding. the I'm taking down the caste system, Watson. I knew you were hiding fags in your room the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> all the sticks, all the bundles of sticks, Watson. Every single one of them in my room. Did you, and you you forced it into his mouth, did you? I did. Birch sticks and cedar sticks all. It lit with a fire that no one had felt before. <laughs> it was very smoky because why would I light sticks? You must know. Oh, wait, this is you. Shit. You must know. Said he. That though I am a bachelor, I have to keep up a considerable staff of servants at Hellstone. For it is a, a bit of a rambling old place, I must say. And uh, it takes a good deal of looking after. I preserve two, and in the pheasant months, peasant months? Pheasant, you had it right. Pheasant? Yeah. Oh, yeah, in them goddamn pheasant months, I, I usually have a house party. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, we got a kegger, <laughs> and uh, we got some shots, and uh, we invite the lasses over. My mom over. didn't say I could do liquor yet. Well, you're so okay, lad. You just you got to pull it back. You got to be a man, aren't you? It? Put a little hair on your chest. How does the keg work? All right, you gotta you gotta get on your head. You gotta okay. do the head keg stand. Oh my, it's all going in my head. All the blood's going in my head. All right, head. now just chug it, boy. Chug oh, it all oh, oh yeah, you're a man now, eh? <laughs> so that it would not do to be short-handed. Although there are eight maids, the cook, the butler, two footmen, and a boy. <laughs> 
Hey, we got a boy. That's you. That's going to be you now. Oh, boy. Another boy. The garden and the stables, of course, have a, a separate staff that I won't go into. We are going to take a small break to pay for the show. Let's go to the commercial break. Hey, Nick. You know what I really like? What's that, Kent? I like books. <gasps> you do? I do, too. Awesome, awesome. You know what I also really like to do with my books? What's that, Kent? I like to organize them. Oh, I thought you were saying lie naked next to them whilst reading them. Well, that's obvious. I mean, you're here in the room right now, and I'm lying naked next to them. Oh, so. my God! But now it's time to organize them on my body and on my shelves. Well, you know what? I have a way to help you with that, Kent. My body or the shelves? Both. <laughs> well, I really well, let's talk about this. <laughs> My company I run with my wife, we make book dividers for your... (laughs) 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 Book dividers. Dying. We make book dividers for your bookshelves and your butt crack. So the point is you can find where your books are currently being stored. (laughs) And so, uh, what else do you make besides, uh, I mean, you make all sorts of stuff. Oh, no, no, we do, we do. Uh, we, we make light switch plates, we make plant stands, we do customized cutting boards, all that jazz. So All, all the things. All the things. Uh, so, yeah. And if you have anything you have in mind for your bookish needs, or just want to make something really cool for your house or as a gift, weddings, bar mitzvahs, quinceaneras, I don't care, just hit me up at Bad Audio, not Bad Audio Books, that's the name of this podcast. BadAudioBooks.com. No, wait, wrong email, Jess. You got to email uh, renegadegoods at gmail.com, and we can get talking, and we can make some cool stuff together. And you can go to renegadegoods.com as well. Yeah, that too. We have a website. That's cool. Yeah. This is the best plug ever. Awesome. Best best copy ever written. Good. <laughs> so, Kent, um, I'm really in the mood for puppets. I don't <laughs> know why. I just really want a puppet in my life. <laughs> Do you have any way or anything you make <laughs> that involves having a puppet be in my life? Yes, Nick, I do. <laughs> I know exactly how to put a puppet in your life. You do? I do. It's called Comic Review Puppet, and you should go to Comic Review Puppet right now <laughs> to put that in your life. Uh, I don't know what it is, but Kirby McStaples does something for me on the exactly. inside. It's starring a, a furry blue puppet named Kirby McStaples who's super pumped, super stoked, all the excitement in the world about comics. And he reviews his favorite ones. You can go to comicreviewpuppet.com to check out his latest review about the latest comics in the world and change try to change his mind you will not that uh children's picture books are are also comics <laughs> I, come at me bro uh but yeah uh what's what's the best way to support this show nick i heard we have a patreon we and, do have a patreon and it's patreon.com forward slash bad audiobooks that's the one you can go check out our all the different tiers uh, there's all sorts of benefits of becoming a patron of our show we greatly support the uh, appreciate the support that we're already getting on the show right now yes, but thank uh, you all so much which tier should we talk about today i think we should talk about romance the romance tier so with romance uh, you get all the benefits of the lower tier below that of fiction uh right off the bat so romance already comes jam-packed with the fiction tier but on top of that you get our patreon exclusive episodes uh there's extra episodes of the this bad audiobook show that we do uh, bonus ones uh, right now we're working on Frankenstein yes is the current uh, bonus episodes that we do for the show uh, so if you're enjoying this show right now and you wanted you wanted more bad audiobooks right now in your life in your life in your ears in your ears 
just like with puppets, you can go to uh, <laughs> you can go to our, our Patreon and and listen to those. Uh, see how we're doing doing Frankenstein. We've got a lot more coming at you in the the months and years to come. Uh, so yeah, go to go to patreon.com forward slash bad audiobooks and check out all those things. I mean, that's pretty much it. Uh, that's that's the way to do it. Let's get back to this mystery. <laughs> Uh, I guess it's me still. Yeah, it is. Uh, of these servants, the one who had been the longest in our service was Brut Brunton. Brunton? Brunton. Uh, it was Brunton, uh, the butler. He was a young schoolmaster. You might, you might. Uh, she was only sixteen years old. Oh Christ! Uh, he was a young schoolmaster, and uh, you know, you uh, you might be able to take some. Uh, some summer school classes with him, uh, young sir, if you if you have of the need. Uh, out of the place when he was first taken up by my father, but uh, he was a man of great energy and character, and he should soon became invaluable in the household, as teachers tend to do. I was a, I have only had the best teachers, only the best for me. And uh, I, I didn't see you in the kitchen though with our young schoolmaster Bruton. He, he's, he's the best schoolmaster I ever met. I only met the one, but... Uh, My schoolmaster was better. Okay. <laughs> he was a well-grown... <laughs> what? Well-grown. He's well-grown. He's uh, not poorly grown. He was well-watered. <laughs> and uh, he's a handsome man. I uh, should know I, I like handsome men. And he was the best uh, with a splendid forehead. Okay, I can't handle this. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, why why you like his forehead so much? It just uh it How is it splendid? It's so oily and gleams with reflection <laughs> I could stare at myself while I kissed him. <laughs> and though he was been with us for twenty years <laughs> I can't imagine working a job in some guy's house for twenty years as a teacher. Yeah, that would be I mean I, obviously there are people that do that, but I've literally taught you everything I know. Can I leave? Can I go now? Can I be free? Can I can I, can I go outside the room? Can I have my own life? I just need I just need to go outside. <laughs> he has been with us now for twenty years, and he cannot be more than forty somehow. I'm uh, gonna die soon. I've wasted my youth with you. <laughs> uh, with his personal advantages and his extraordinary gifts, he can speak several languages. Because I have nothing else to do. And play nearly every musical instrument. It is wonderful that he should have been satisfied so long in such a position. But I suppose that he was comfortable and lacked energy. But I thought he had lots of energy. Apparently. Great energy. It died really quick. Wow. One one paragraph. One breath. Up. uh, All life ahead of us. And now it's just nothing left. He's near death now. He's dead now. But he lacked any of the energy to make any change because you probably didn't pay him enough to give him the social and cultural advantages of uh, horizontal or vertical movement to be able to make a full, full uh, social changes in My arms have atrophied. Leave me be. He just needs a, a minimum wage paycheck to actually let him make the real choices in his life because you have basically a servitude. I choose between food and health care. <laughs> You're rich. Feel me. The butler of Hurlstone is always a thing that is remembered by all who visit us. That's their 
that's their their but, big uh, takeaway. Okay, that's that's what you go to there. You you come for the family, you stay for the butler, and that's the oh, tourism attraction you for need the Hurlstone. You need to State. keep reading. Are you fucking kidding me? You need to keep reading. <laughs> Do you have a close quotation? You don't. Still, you buddy. But this paragon has one fault. He is a bit of a Don Juan, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and he can imagine that for a man like him, it is not a very difficult part to play in a quiet country district. I, I don't, know, I don't I, know what that means. What's a Don Juan? I've heard the term, but I don't know. Don Juan means he just he fucks a lot. He likes to fuck the sheep. He yeah, likes to fuck his students. Yeah, he likes yeah. to fuck his master. He Don likes Juan. to fuck the house itself. <laughs> he is pan as pan can be. When he was married... It was all right. <laughs> what? That's a fucking half a sentence that I just got to <laughs> digest there. Uh, but since he has been a widower, we have had... Uh, she dead already. <laughs> that was a quick marriage. <laughs> when he was married? Oh, look at that. He's dead so, now. <laughs> knowing, knowing the time period, I bet he was married before he even showed up. And he can't be more than 40. So that means he was married in his teens. And she's already dead. It was Probably from child, and it's all right for him to be a fuckboy <laughs> when he's married. But now that he's widowed, ugh, he needs to be celibate. Yeah, you know, this makes sense. Edwardian, this Victorian. Is the, this values. is the order of business. Victorian values. Well, since he has been a widower, we have had no end of trouble with him. A few months ago, we were in hopes that he was about to settle down again, for he had become engaged to Rachel Howells, our second housemaid. But he has thrown her overboard. Out the window. <laughs> Since then, and taken up with Janet Teregulus. Uh, can you say that fucking words? Teregulus. I'm going to go with boy, that. Boy, I don't know. Oh, oh, there, boy. There you go, boy. Uh, the daughter of the head gamekeeper. Mm-hmm. There's like a little village inside this house, and he's fucking <laughs> all of them. And they're all fucking each other. Rachel, who is a very good girl. Wait, that's the first one. Yes. Okay. We're all over the place here. No, we're not. Rachel, who's a very good girl, but no, we're not. But <laughs> of an excitable Welsh temperament, <laughs> an excitable Welsh temperament. She's angry the all night. Is to say that the Welsh are a raging people. Like so they're just, angry. They're just like. I like how like they're just boxing them in so much. Oh, dude, the British are just so like. That said, I love that my only experience with a Welsh person in person was he was a bit of a rager. Oh, was he? I know, uh, uh, yeah, I know uh, a Welsh guy, and he's pretty chill. All right, well, I, I just It's as one. if they come in all shapes and sizes, Ken. It's almost like they're a diverse group of people. And our people. That's weird. That's It's crazy. I, no, it couldn't be. All right. Uh, Welsh temperament. Jesus Christ. If you all were right. Irish, it would be a lot worse. Oh, you're right. An excitable Irish temperament? Oh, my God. You're right. That's just it's horrible. I knew it was bad, but that just... Ugh. All right. Had a sharp touch of a brain fever. Whoa. Okay. I'm going to rewind here. Rachel, who is a very good girl, but of excitable Welsh temperament, had a sharp touch of brain fever. And, and goes about house. <laughs> and goes about the house now, or did until yesterday, like a black-eyed shadow of her former self. Oh. Woo. So she got a disease, and now she's all screwed up in the head. You think that's what it was? Yeah, it's, what, uh, it's probably what he meant by... It's, that's why I syphilis? understand what brain fever is. Shit. Could be syphilis. Okay. Syphilis. Could be syphilis. See right through this lease. Um, Man, this guy is unloading so much exposition, so well, keep that's going. That's classic Holmes. 
except except it's Watson sitting in a room listening to all this while he does the voices inside the voices. <laughs> well, yeah, no, because this is right now we're inside Sherlock Holmes' story. Yeah, it's, we're a story within a story. Right yes, now. we are. But he's telling you a story. Yes. So imagine many, if you're Watson. How many layers deep are we right now? I don't know, but I imagine I'm reading a book with you. Yes. About Sherlock Holmes. Yes. And Watson is mm-hmm. hanging out with Holmes. Yes. Holmes is reliving a story yes. that he had, and that guy came to him and told him a story that he's now telling Sherlock about Holmes. his butler. Yeah. I don't know how many layers we are into the inception, but um, so many onions. We're gonna incept ourselves. We're real good now. We're just in an onion at this point. We're onions. We are onions deep. That was our first drama, Helston, <laughs> but a second one came to drive it from our minds, and it was prefaced by the disgrace of our dismal of our butler Broughton. I thought he was gonna start rhyming, like fucking rapping there. That was good. <laughs> it was prefaced by the disgrace. <laughs> Am I still talking? Yes, you are. This is how it came about. This is how Sherlock Holmes operates. He offloads his entire problem onto the It is really still Sherlock Holmes telling the story. It is. It's Sherlock Holmes doing this voice right now. Can you imagine me trying to be sounding this good? All right, all right, all right. This is how it came about. I have said I matter the man too. is intelligent. This was very intelligence has caused his ruin. For it seems to have led to an insatiable curiosity about things which did not in the least concern him. He stuck his fucking nose in other people's business because he thought he was a smarty pants, and I cut that nose, and I put it in his pants, and he ain't so smart now, is he? <laughs> I can't go over this voice. Continue. I had no idea of the lengths to which this would carry him until the merest accident opened my eyes to it. Keep going. I have said that the house is a rambling one, like me. One night last week on Thursday I really night, have to pee. You're going to sit right there. Fine, you ain't going to really, move. I, I really, got my eyes on you, Holmes. I, I, really, I got my eye on you. I really need to go. So it was Thursday night, like I fucking said. To be more exact, I found that I could not sleep, having foolishly taken a cup of strong Café Noir <laughs> after my dinner. After struggling against it until two in the morning, I was struggling in that bed so hard with all, all them... All them struggles. I felt that it was quite hopeless. So I rose and lit the candle with the intention of continuing a novel which I was reading. I'll read. I'm a, le- I'm a man of letters. Okay. I, uh, I'll believe you. Just don't hurt me. Are you reading anything good yourself? Well, uh, I was reading a book over here. It's about... um. Whatever. You know, the book, however, had oh. been left in the billiard room. So I, I pulled on my dressing gown uh, and my skirt and my heels and I started <laughs> off to get it. <laughs> In order to reach the billiard room, I had to send off I had to descend a flight of stairs. You know, pretty fucking normal. Do you know how many stairs are in a flight? I don't. I was asking your character. Oh well, yeah, it's like a dozen a baker's dozen. Sure. Alright. And then uh, across the head of a passage which led to the library and the gun room. You know. <laughs> typical gun room. <laughs> I got the bathroom. I got the kitchen. I have a small gun room in this apartment. Yeah, I got some guns right here. There's the oh. left one. There's the right one. Oh, oh yeah. No, it's illegal. Yeah, I got don't a flex. do it. <laughs> don't show me. It's illegal. I don't want to die. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Macho Man. Uh, Randy Savage. Reg- Reg- Reginald Musgrave. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
You can imagine my surprise when I looked down this corridor and I saw a glimmer of light coming from the open door of the library. My God, sir, it gave me chills to my bones to think that somehow photons could be coming from a <laughs> room with books. Mm, well, my brain couldn't even co- conceive of what they've been, what they're coming from. No, I had my. You, s- you keep changing places, sir. Where are you from? You're the one telling the story here, all right, boy? I, I had myself extinguished the lamp and closed. <laughs> I saw a glimmer of light coming from that open door of the library, and I had myself extinguished the lamp and was closed and closed the door before coming to bed. Oh, he's basically saying that he yeah he was in the room and, and he knows he shut the light off. Yeah, so the light was back on. Jesus Christ, so dumb. Naturally, my first thought was of burglars. Uh-huh. They had broken in, and they were taking more shit. <laughs> the corridors of Holston have their walls <laughs> largely decorated with trophies of old weapons. Oh, fuck yeah. Here we go. From one of these, I picked a battle axe. Oh, damn. And then leaving my candle behind. Why? Uh, I guess to sneak. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little hard to sneak up on somebody if you're carrying a candle. Uh, How do you? What do you mean you saw me? Well, I'd want to see where I was swinging the, the axe. Okay. No. Uh... Just put it in the back of my sister's head accidentally. Cool. Um, That's how we roll back then. And then leaving the candle behind me, I crept on tiptoe, tippy toes, down the passage and peeped into that open door. I'll keep going. Yes, you can. Don't, nope, don't interrupt me. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. But, um, okay. Don't say a fucking word. I wasn't going to. I, I got I got to say my piece. I will, you know. Brunton, the butler. I have to get on shift soon at the Dairy Queen. Well, I hope you save a, a little cone for me. Was in the library. No. Brunton, the butler, was in the library, and he was sitting fully dressed oh in God. an easy chair with a slip of paper, which looked like a map, upon what? his knee and his forehead, which I'm still really into. I love that <laughs> forehead. Sunk forward upon his hand in deep thought. I stood dumb with astonishment. Watching him from the darkness. I kind of watched him a bit. I was into it. I didn't like, I liked that he didn't know I was there. And I was kind of getting off on that tension. <laughs> and a small taper on the edge of the table shed a feeble light, which sufficed to show me that he was fully dressed. Because, you know, I told you before, again. he had his clothes on. Again. I, I, I got to tell you again. Got, He's say, got clothes. Super important to me now that I clothes. need you to know twice now. We were both fully clothed <laughs> about what's to come. <laughs> I was not on top of him. I mean, I was, but. We both had clothes on. It was very appropriate for two gentlemen in the middle of the night to be meeting up with fully clothed. I don't know why you're just keep harping about that. I just need that. to establish that I was not naked on top of him. Okay. Okay. Cool. So we're good? We're yeah, good. Yeah, sure. I stood. Suddenly I looked and he rose from his chair mm-hmm. and walked over to a bureau at the side. He unlocked it and drew out one of the drawers. What? They just pulled the drawer out of them? He opened a drawer. Okay. Oh, so he opened and opened. Got it. Got yes. it. Got it. Got it. From this, he took a piper and returned to his seat. He flattened it out beside the taper on the edge of the table and began to study it with minute de- attention. Minute. Minute? Yeah. Just using the same spelling? Yep. Fuck you, English. Mm-hmm. My indignation at this calm examination... God, it's good rhymes. Of our family documents overcame me so far that I took a step forward and Brunton looked upon, looking up, saw me standing in the doorway. He sprang to his feet, 
His face turned livid with fear, and he thrust into his breast my mouth with chart-like paper, <laughs> which he had been originally studying. So, I said to him, this is how you repay the trust which we have been have reposed in you. You will leave my service tomorrow. Two dash morrow. He bowed with the look of a man who is utterly crushed and slunk past me with, without a word. That taper was still on the table. <laughs> and boy, it's light. I glanced to see what the paper was printing and had taken from the bureau. Nope. You got it. You came back. I was fucking around. Oh, okay. To more surprise, it was nothing of importance at all, but simply a copy of the questions and answers in the singular old observ- observance called the Musgrave Ritual. And there's the title of our movie. <sighs> you only got Jesus a pair. You got a Christ! Bit left. You got a little bit left. I was laughing at you when you had to go through this misery, and now the tables have turned. Yep. It was. It is a sort of ceremony peculiar to our family, which each Musgrave for centuries past has gone through upon his coming of age. <laughs> now, I, now I'm unintentionally doing it. Uh-huh. A thing of private interest, or and perhaps of some little importance to the ar- archaeologists, like our own blazons and trawlers, but of no practical use whatsoever. We will come back to the paper afterwards, said I. Or is that you? I don't know when you end and I start again. That sounds good. You, you can say that one. Mm-hmm. If you think it really necessary. Yeah. He answered with some hesitation. To continue more statement, however... I relocked the bureau using the key which Brunton had left, and I had turned to go, which I was surprised to find the butler had returned and was standing before me. Oh, this is me. I'll pretend to be him for you. Unless you want to try. Oh, am I... Yeah. Going to do Musgrave as Holmes? No, um... I'll do. I thought you're the narrator. I am the narrator for right now. I guess I'm confused because oh 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 oh. There's stories within stories here, and I'm getting fucking confused. No no no. This is the butler talking. Yes yes yes. This is the butler. That's what I was saying. I could be the butler if you want. Yes please. Okay. But then you have to be the narrator too. (sighs) Someone's got to do both. I could do it. There's always going to be two. I could do it. I could do it. Uh. (laughs) Mister Mustwave, sir. He cried in a. Wait, this is you. Right. I'm narrating this. Yes, you are. <laughs> this story is just... Woo! <laughs> God damn. Go ahead. Go ahead. He cried in a voice which was hoarse and with emotion. I can't bear disgrace, sir. I've always been proud above my station in life, and disgrace would kill me. My blood will be on your head, sir. It will, indeed, if you drive me to despair. If you cannot give me, if you cannot keep me after I, what I has passed, then for God's sake, let me give you notice and leave in a month, as it is my own free will. I could stand that, sir, Mr. Musgrave, but not to be cast out before all the folk that I know so well. Oh, hey, fucker, you don't deserve much consideration, Brunton. I answered, your conduct has been... <laughs> been most infamous in all the five seconds that we've been doing this. I know, right? However, as you have been a long time in the family, I have no wish to bring public disgrace upon you. 
Uh, a month, however, is too long. Uh, you know, I got vacation coming up. I got a holiday. <laughs> and take yourself away in a week and give whatever reason you like for going. I don't give a fuck. Only a week, sir. He cried in a despairing voice because he's a fucker. A fortnight. Say at least a fortnight. Nope. Nope. Up your bum. A week, I, I repeated. <laughs> and you may consider yourself to have been very leniently dealt with. Uh, he crept away. Goddamn. Lots of quotes. <laughs> he crept away with his face sunk upon his breast. with a bro- Like a broken man. And while I put up out the light and returned to my room. You need all these fucking details. I'm about to say, for a man recanting a story, there's a lot of details that no one... No one, one might say right, they're unnecessary, but, uh, you know... No one in their right mind would have this many details in this story. I'm um, telling the story to Sherlock Holmes, and Sherlock Holmes is actually the one kind of telling the story, so, of course, he'd give all the fucking details, because he could point true. out that the actually, whole time that's he... that's true. That's true. I mean, we already know he solved this mystery because he's fucking telling the story. So this entire time... At least we know he actually has it solved, rather than before, where it's like, oh, look, I'm pretending to solve it. Yeah, that's true. Oh, dear God, it's you me. You get this, still keep going. All right. Here we go. We're going to finish this out. I swear to God, it's just... This is so weird. For two days after this, Broughton was most... Assiduous. Assiduous? Assiduous? Yeah. Assiduous. And his attention to his duties. R made no allusion to what had passed, and then waited with some curiosity to see how he would cover his disgrace. On the third morning, however, he did not appear, as was his custom, after breakfast to receive my instructions for the day to lick my boots and shine my, shine my belt and, uh, uh, you know, clear my, to- my, my privy. As I had left the dining room, I happened to meet Rachel Howells, the maid, his first lover. I'm going to give you that a recall because there's a lot of information that I gave you. That was the first girl who was fucking. And then uh, he left her because uh, he's a piece of shit. And he uh, wanted to be with somebody else. And there's only like six people in the house that he could uh, you know, sleep with. I have told you that she had only recently recovered from an illness. That uh, black brain thing. Mm-hmm. And was looking so wretchedly pale and wan uh, that I remonstrated with her for being at work. and uh, Which is surprising because I, you think I'd wanted to work herself to death in this time <laughs> period. You should be in bed, I said. Come back to your duties when you are stronger. She looked at me with so strange an expression that I began to suspect that her brain was uh, still fucked up. <laughs> I am strong enough, Mr. Musgrave. Oh, Jesus Christ, she said. <laughs> we will see what the doctor says, I answered. That's why I need you, Watson, right now. I'm not. Yep, no, that's why I'm talking to you, Watson, through this story, through space and time. What? And uh, uh, I answered, you must stop. You must stop work now. And when you go up downstairs, just say that I wish to see Brunton. The, the butler is gone. Gone! Gone where? And we will pick up the story in part two of the muskrat. What is it? Some sort of musgrave ritual. Musgrave ritual. The part two. Of ritual. The musgrave ritual. Wow. Okay. So far. <sighs> oh my God. This. Gonna take a little break. Uh, that that got it's harsh. Interesting. That got harsh, but it is the most interesting one that we have read Thank so far. Thank God we're ending on a high note. Thank. Fucking God. So this is the uh, end of part one. Um, I mean, I got to say, uh, maybe he's actually a good writer. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you're allowed to have some misses. I just think that we're just... We hit. found all the misses. We just found all of them. Yeah. At the beginning. And we almost read another one, which was going to be real bad. So. But uh, yeah, so now um, 
Why don't you? Uh, what, how, how can you support the show? Uh, that's that's the big question. Besides being asking. on Patreon, you can support this show by leaving us reviews on Apple Apple Podcasts. Yeah, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we will read it on the show as long as it's not hate speech. Um, so mm-hmm. it's an easy way to shout yourself out. And uh, yeah, uh, like and subscribe us on whatever platform you're listening to us on currently. Uh, we are finally live. This is Woo-hoo! amazing. We we can finally celebrate. We got deep into our series and our our show before we actually went live. We wanted to make sure there was a nice nice Flow little fat of content. For yeah, you nice guys. little fat fat stack of content for you. Uh, but yeah, head on over to our Patreon if you want to support us there as well. Patreon.com forward slash bad audiobooks. And you can follow the show on social media and Instagram at bad audiobooks. And Nick, you've got an Instagram. Where can they follow you? You can follow me on Real Human Naz, where I post pictures of me doing construction and DIY projects on top of maybe some writing. How about you, Ken? I hear you have an Instagram. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, at Ken Heidelman. And uh, yeah, I post about the comics I'm making and all the things. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, I think we wrapped it up. We've all got right. one in the books. We've got one more episode left in this series, and then we're moving on. And uh, should we... Do we want to tease? Nope. Oh, okay. We'll just leave it a mystery. Goodbye, dear listeners. Hey!